Hello, everyone. I am Matthew Thomas, and I have a very special guest with me. She is the September of September morning, Emily Lazar. Thank you for being on Super Cool Radio. Super cool. <laughs> I don't know. Hi, how are you? <laughs> so, um, since, I mean, there's no shows going on right now due to the coronavirus and everything, so how are you staying busy during this time? Um, I'm doing a lot of working out. <laughs> um, I'm painting a lot. I started um, painting again, and I paint these little portraits called the Pixie Girls, and they're kind of like Tim Burton-esque, like Erte sort of kind of like gothy, like little paintings of girls, and they all have their own personalities, and they're really cool. So if you want to check them out, you can check them out online. They have their own Instagram, Pixie Girls Paintings. Pixie underscore girls underscore painting. <laughs> um, so you can check them out online. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm doing a lot of those for commissions and stuff, and people are buying them up. So I actually have to paint one today that I got another commission in. So um, that's keeping me very busy. And then um, we're working on new music right now. So, uh, you know, we're going back and forth with mixes and things like that and finalizing stuff. And um, we just released a new T-shirt. Um, for the coronavirus. I saw that. I, I enjoy it. <laughs> I thought it was cute. It has, like, September and and Claire, you know, on the shirt, and, and, and they're just kind of fighting the virus with their masks on, and September has, like, a sword, and, yeah, it's, it's like a whole thing. <laughs> I enjoy with the uh, face masks on because I mean that's how people look right now outside. So I mean that's that's IRL right now. You know that's like the way of life. It's kind of scary, but it's the truth. Yeah, it's reality right now. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, I, I saw the Pixie Girls online. I I really uh, enjoyed the September one. I think that looks really cool, and especially all, and all the other ones as well. Yeah, I, I got three commissions for September one, so I have to paint the third one today. Um, I'm just waiting for the frames to come come in because I have two, four, six, eight, I have ten of them right now sitting in my living room like that I need to frame and I just haven't been able to frame them because Amazon is a little bit slow with things that aren't like essential. So um, for me the frames are essential because I mean I'm actually making my rent by painting these things. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but like I understand, you know, how it, it is it's kinda hard out there right now for everybody. So Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So the um, the September morning is, is a very interesting concept. You combine both like audio and visual elements with the comic books and music. How did you come up with like the comic book idea, and how does that feed into the music aspect? Um, the well, I I came up with the idea of the characters first before anything, and um, and I wanted to do a project that wasn't based solely on like music and just being a band up there in t-shirt and jeans and just rocking out. There's nothing wrong with that. I love that. That's great. But for me, that's not what I wanted to do. So I wanted to do something that had more of like a concept around it that was more a visual presentation and also something that built built a world. I like world building things. I'm like, you know, I'm into gaming and I'm into like, you know, like, big worlds like Harry Potter and Star Wars and, like, you know, things that build worlds. So I wanted to build my own sort of universe around my project, and that's how September Morning came to be. And now it is its own universe, so it's pretty exciting. And how did you come up with the uh, – so you came up with comic books first. What, uh, what inspired you to, um, to uh, write comic books? 
Um, I think it was just the storyline kind of just inspired me just because it seemed like that was the way to go with it. Since I was doing something that was so visual, comics books are like visual art, like with, you know, a storyline. So I thought, okay, well, this would be the best fit, you know? Yeah, makes sense. And then, so you released uh, a new EP at the end of 2019, the Volume 3 EP. How was it uh, writing and recording that EP compared to other writing sessions? I mean, it's, it, writing sessions are kind of all the same, <laughs> you know, go in and, you, you know, it just depends on, like, your concept and what you want to do that day. But, um, you know, it's it's pretty much more of the same of how we, we always kind of write. Like, Rich and I, uh, Riven, um, are the primary songwriters in the, in the team, and we write with a couple of different people in our camp, um, producer-wise and stuff like that, and... Uh, we all kind of like meld things together. Um, I usually come in with some sort of concept as far as the lyrical content is concerned, like something that kind of feeds into the storyline or I can make feed into the storyline. Um, and we kind of, uh, bust it out from there. Sometimes, you know, Riven, Rich will come in with like a guitar line or sometimes Nick will come in with like programming ideas or something like that. And that's how we bounce things around. Um, it just really kind of depends. Like, it can work a bunch of different ways. Yes, and um, I know many people talk about uh, Overdose off that new EP, which is a great song in its own right. But actually, my favorite song off that is uh, Hiding from Heaven. And what was the yeah. inspiration behind that song? That's a great song. I, I love Hiding. I think Hiding is, like, such a weird and interesting song. Like, it's it's one of those sleeper songs that you kind of listen to it, and you're like, oh, that's a cool song. And then you listen to it again, and you're like, damn, I really like the song. <laughs> um, oh, crap. Are you good? <laughs> um, and, you know, that's, I mean, that's, that's, you know, that's a good thing, you know, is when a song kind of hits you like that. And um, Hiding was interesting because I came up with the concept of, um, and I know you've probably felt this. I know, like, most, 99% of the population has felt this. But, like, you kind of self-sabotage yourself sometimes with things, you know? Like, if something is too good to be true and you think it's too good to be true and then you sabotage it so it doesn't come true, um, that's kind of, like, what that song is actually about. It's about allowing the good things to come into your life and and be present with them instead of, like, self-sabotaging all the time. And um, so... That's at the very end of the song. It says, "No more hiding from heaven." So, allowing yourself to actually let the good in. And I think that that resonates with a lot of people. I mean, I think a lot of people face the situations like that where, well, this this sounds way too good to actually, you know, be happening to me. And then you, you do something and like, well, it didn't happen to me, so. I guess it wasn't meant to be or something like that. I, yeah, I think that I think it's funny. It's like everybody's like, oh, I'm such an optimist. It's like, I, I mean, look, you know, it, to me it's like as a human being, like we're all kind of like rooted in the same crap. So, yeah. you, know, you know, and it's like that crap is reality. And like, and so if we look at it, you know, the realistic part of ourselves is our core nature. You know, our core nature is to look look at the reality of the situation for the most part. And when that happens, reality is usually not the prettiest sight to see. And um, and so I'm not saying it's it's not optimistic. You know, sometimes reality is optimistic, but reality can be very dark at times. And so I think that like because that that generalization of darkness is <laughs> kind of like the world we live in. Um, you know, that sort of, 
like seeps into a lot of our mental like thinking, you know, the way we kind of put piece things together. So we, a lot of us, especially me, I don't know about you, but like a lot of us have to fight that urge to kind of like just focus on that that darkness a little bit too much, you know. We have to like allow like, okay, there is the, this might not be the case right now, but there there is the potential of this being the case, which means that there is some optimism to be had. So I think that's really important. I mean, especially like right now with the you know, coronavirus and stuff, like it, it the world looks 100%. a little bit darker. It looks 100%. a little bit darker right now. Yes, one hundred percent. That's exactly what I was kind of getting at. It's like right now, especially, especially, you're like you're stuck in your house, you have nothing to do or whatever, and it's like. The minute that I knew that this lockdown was happening, and I kind of knew a couple weeks probably prior to some people, just because my dad, like, works, you know, with a lot of government people and works with the military, and he's a doctor, and he's like, he calls me one day, and he's like, I need you to do me a favor. And I was like, what's that? And he's like, I need you to not go outside for the next months and I'm like wait what <laughs> and I was like and I was like what are you talking about you crazy person and he's like no I, I can't tell you what's going on I just need you to just do me this one favor I know you don't like doing what I say but like I need you to do what I say just for this one time and so I did it for about a week and a week and a half and then all of a sudden coronavirus is everywhere and everybody's staying home and I'm like oh that's why he wanted me to start doing this early. So, you know, I've been home and I've been inside for a, quite a long time. And a lot of people are getting depressed, da, 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 yeah. but for me, it was kind of like I'm an empath, which means that, you know, I take on a lot of people's problems when I'm their friends. And, like, and, you know, and I, um, and, and I'm a workaholic and I'm, you know, I'm very, I'm a social person. But this kind of forced me to, be a little bit like explore that introverted side of myself and really just focus on different parts of my art and different parts of myself. And I think that when you kind of like surrender to the the reality of the situation being that you can't go outside, you can't do the things that you normally do. So you surrender to that. What can I do? Like, what are the things I can do? And so that's why I started painting again. The minute that my dad told me I'm staying inside, I was like, I need to go to the art store. So the last, the last place I, I was, was when I went outside was the art store before it closed down. So, and I, and I grabbed like 20 canvases and I grabbed paints and I grabbed brushes and I grabbed all this stuff and I started painting. And all of a sudden now I have like this side hustle that's feeding me, you know? So it's, it's like, it's kind of like, you know, there's there's stuff that you can do that you might not have ever thought that you had time to do, but now you have time to do these things. You know, um, a friend of mine bought me a PS4, and I'm yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yep. I'm gonna start gaming again. You know, I I used to love that stuff, but like I stopped because, well, first of all, like. I broke my my PS3, um, but like, but then but besides that, like I was just you know touring a lot and never home, so like I really didn't have time to to do any of that. But now I'm like sitting on my couch, and you know, not that I that I have a lot of time on my hands because I literally am busy from morning to night doing stuff and working on stuff for the band and for social media and like posting and doing all this stuff and painting and whatnot. But um, it, it, it's going to be nice to just be able to chill out and, like, 
oh, I remember how to do this again, you know, and like, oh, and, and all of these these fans and friends have added me on PlayStation, and, you know, if you are a gamer and you have a tag, my tag is September underscore Reaper, so you can get at me there. Um, you know, they've all added me, and it's, I'm like, oh, we can all just, like, have fun and, like, kill zombies and crap, you know? Like, we can just do something together, even though we're not together. So, I mean, there's ways to kind of kind of do stuff, you know? It's funny because we're kind of um, in this, like, club med of isolation, and I think people forget that. It's not like we don't have electricity or water and there's, like, zombies attacking us. We're not in, like, The Walking Dead. We're, like, in, like, we're in a pretty lame apocalypse scenario right now. (laughs) That's, like, the worst apocalypse story ever. (laughs) It's the worst. Like, my apocalypse, I foresaw myself in all latex, like, cat suit, like, with, this, with a long sword and, like, guns and, like, an ammo belt and, like, dope, like, Louboutins on, running and jumping and, like, doing, like, parkour on rooftops and killing zombies. But my real apocalypse is me and my onesie on my couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was expecting the world to be on fire and it's, no, I just don't leave your house. Okay. Just don't leave your house. That's how you save the world. It's like, gosh, that's lame. My procrastination <laughs> finally, finally helped me. I'm like, I still want to get, I still want to buy that latex casting. Like, there's nowhere to wear it. Like, gosh, <laughs> when are the zombies coming? Come on. Let's get real on this. Like, jeez. Anyway, but yeah. Yeah, and um, I got a PS4, but I haven't played it in months, and it's like, well, maybe I'll get back into it, but you I know. You need to add me on PS4. I'm I think I will. I'm I... going to get, okay, so my big thing is I love Final Fantasy because I grew up on that crap. So, like, so they just did the reboot, so I need to get that, and then I'm going to just grab as many people as I can, and we're all going to play it. So, like, it's, you know, that's that's going to be really fun. So, all right. I've, actually, I've never played Final Fantasy. I've heard a lot about oh, it, but i never played it. It's the best! It's the best! Oh, uh, amazing. Yeah, Final Fantasy is great. All right. Yeah, I, I was playing a lot of Batman, but that was about it. Oh, yeah, I got, like, all three Batman games. So I'm going to start on those because I don't remember how to play at all anything, so I'm going to really suck at first. Right. Just give me, like, give me, like, a week or two, and I'll be back into the groove again, so. Right on. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I got, got something to look forward to during this quarantine. See? So, all right, so, um, so moving on with, so what are some of your, like, influences, inspirations for your style of music? Panda bears? And- <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> I haven't heard that one before. <laughs> <laughs> trying to keep you on your toes. <laughs> I am. Um, <laughs> uh, no, um, I mean, you know, that's like the, the go to question. What's your inspiration? Yeah. Like I always I always want to say something weird. Like, like, <laughs> I was not expecting lava. that, so <laughs> panda bears and black lava. Like what? <laughs> like, you know, it's always like the same thing. I mean, really honestly, I I just I've been inspired by art my whole life. Like I've I've known so many different sides of art, not just music but like dance and like culture and, and like visual art and painting and sculpture that so it's, it's just kind of like September morning is just such an amalgamation of all the art that I grew up on you know it's not just kind of like oh I love Bowie you know it's, it's yeah. nothing, that's not like I can't even say that because like yeah I love Bowie but like but like it's not it's, that's not 
where the inspiration comes from. You know, it's it's like it's just so much crap that I've like seen in my life. You know, I used to um, when I was in New York, I used to go up to uh, the Frick Museum when I when I wanted to write, and I'd sit in front of the Frick is like a private museum that's. Um, based in, like, an old house on the Upper East Side of Manhattan, and and it's beautiful. It's, like, insanely beautiful. Like, anybody – I couldn't imagine living in some place like this in the middle of Manhattan. It looks like it's just – it's crazy. Anyway, they have gardens and stuff. It's just it's – yeah. so, yeah, so, like, I would sit in front of these, like, insanely beautiful paintings, and I'd just sit there and I'd write. Like, that is the inspiration for me. So, like, I, you know, I don't even know how to answer that question sometimes because it just comes from so many different places. I got you. And um, so I, I saw this because I'm part of your Patreon. Um, you, okay, uh, thank you. Thanks for supporting me. No, no problem. Uh, I saw you, you know, dropped a new photo shoot, or at least part one of uh, your photo shoot. So how do you, like, develop ideas to find the different locations, you know, the attires, and how do you capture these unique photo shoots? Um, I just kind of, you know, I don't know. I just, <clears throat> I, I always have like little ideas for shoots, so I just kind of jot them down in a little journal. And then when it comes time to shoot, I just pick one, you know. I mean, I'm constantly thinking of stuff and jotting it down. It's kind of the same thing that I do with lyrics. I'll just constantly just write stuff down, even if it's like a sentence or maybe it's like a paragraph or maybe it's like this or that, you know. Yeah. So I just have like, you know, lists and lists and lists of stuff. So I just keep on going through them because, it's just stuff that, like, pops into my mind. Again, like, when it comes to influence and stuff like that, what people don't really realize is that <clears throat> your true influences come from the places in your mind that aren't your, like, the frontal lobes of your brain. It's not really, that's not really where it comes from. It comes from that stuff that's deep-seated that you don't really recognize, but that, like, comes up through your subconscious when you actually do things, which is the weirdest stuff ever. I mean, it's, it's basically if you're studying psychology, it goes down to behavioral patterns, like your old brain and your new brain. But, like, it's the same thing when it comes down to inspiration, and I, I find that to be very, very interesting. Um, I'm, I'm doing this course, this Yale course, about the, the pursuit of happiness or something, and it's just all about that sort of, like, where things come from in your brain. It's interesting. I think that's a very uh, interesting look, and, you know, how, how you – how you develop and come up with stuff. It's very, um, very kind of deep. <laughs> yeah, well, but, but, but that's, I think it's, it is kind of deep. Like, everybody is kind of deep. And, you yeah. know, I mean, people always give these answers. Like, oh, yeah, I really liked, you know, whatever, asking Alexander. Okay, yeah, no, that's not why you came up with that. You came up with that because this happened, like, when you were 10 years old. Like, <laughs> and, like, nobody can really <laughs> pinpoint these things and so you start like really analyzing and analyzation of yourself and and like where your behavior patterns come from is like super intense and not a lot of people want to do that stuff so well it's a very interesting take because i've never heard anyone you know actually uh answer that you know well i'm taking a course at yale so (laughs) i I, I did see a post on that i think aren't they offering free courses Hey, see, they're offering free courses with all these Ivy League schools. I mean, there's some really crazy courses in there. And, and if you are bored and you want to actually exercise your mind, there's some stuff that I'm just learning that I'm like, wow, that actually does make sense. Like, now now all of the crazy is starting to make a little more sense, which is even a little bit scary, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's a perfect time right now with, you know, can't leave your house. Might as well actually, you know, discover yourself and build yourself and make yourself a better exactly. person. 
like I, I wrote this post on Twitter. Um, I just started my own personal Twitter because I'm always like we always have the band one, but like I wanted to start like a personal one and kind of grow it and just of my personal thoughts. And I, I said something on the Twitter about like letting your aura breathe and like letting your energy just kind of like reside and like really feeling where you are. And it's it's so true. It's like um, it's. It's like when you're constantly around people, people feed into your energy and you also give your energy out and you like allow them in. But like when you're when you're silent and still and by yourself, like there's only inwards looking. There's nothing outwards looking and it's and you allow like who you really are to kind of breathe and be. And there's something very like um soothing about that. So Yeah, for sure. And uh, so I got, I got one last question before we go. So I know um so September morning, uh, I know you guys had a little bit of a rough start 2020, you had tour bus problems, and now with shows being postponed, what can people expect from uh, from you guys in 2020? Well, we're going to be releasing some new music um, coming up, and, you know, we do have that shirt, so go online and grab that shirt. Um, but, you know, I mean, we're kind of like at the – you know, mercy of this, of Miss Rona and her virus. So, like, um, all my gay friends call her Miss Rona. So that's why I'm calling her. <laughs> I've seen a lot of people say that now. <laughs> yeah, all my gays are like, oh my God, it's Miss Rona. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, she is kind of like, she's on tour right now, so none of us can be on tour. <laughs> it's a stay-at-home tour right now. Yeah, we are at the stay-at-home tour, and unfortunately, all of us kind of live very far apart, so there's no, like, getting together and doing a live stream or something, but, um, you know... It's okay, though. I, we're kind of at the mercy of what the promoters are going to do, what the tours are going to do, what the events are going to do. So I think the best bet to know exactly what's happening with us is to join us on Facebook. You can go to facebook.com forward slash September morning or our Instagram, instagram.com forward slash September morning, or our Twitter, which is spelled a little weird. Um, it's forward slash S. E P T M B R morning M O U R N I N G. Um, so you can go on those places and you can see what's up. Um, also, we have our you know www.septembermorning.com website that has pretty much everything on it. Um, you know, we really appreciate you guys during this time not um, you know giving up the ghost with us and really just kind of like supporting us on Spotify and streaming us. That really helps us a lot, um, supporting us on YouTube, streaming our videos. We have um, our own YouTube channel, forward slash The September Morning, with a bunch of videos and stuff, content up there that you can check out. Um, you know, anything that you can do, buy a shirt, um, even if you just retweet us or, like, you know, tell serious Oct- Octane to play us or, like, you know, yeah. you know, just anything, anything that you can yeah. do. You know, like, if you have a radio station that's local, you're like, play us, you know? Like, I mean, just tweet at them, call them. Like, anything that you can do, um, it's free to help us, you know? It doesn't cost for sure. money. So, streaming is, is free for the most part. So, you know, just partake in things that can actually help your favorite artists. And, hey, if it's not us, do it for somebody else. I don't care. Just do it for art, you know? Like, get out there and, and, and help artists right now because... You know, we are suffering because a lot of us make our majority of our money on the road. And I know for my band, like, that's how we kind of stay in business is we're always touring. And, um, 
we can't tour right now, and that's that's very hard on us. Yeah, and I, I try to do my part. I, I try to feature Tim Morning at least about once a week, maybe twice a week, depending on how I feel. But um, I, I really dig, you know, Volume 3. Uh, if people haven't checked that out, make sure to check that out. And, um, you know, check out, obviously, your Patreon page. And you just started a new Twitter, so I know there will be a lot of random thoughts on there at some yeah, point. So. That one is Emily Lazar underscore FM. It already has random thoughts on it. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> Did you see my recent um, post about, like, well, I can't say the word, but F, Mary, and Jill? <laughs> no, I haven't. Uh, yeah, that's kind of funny. Yeah, you should check that one out. I, I will. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so thank you, Emily. You know, taking time out of your day and being on Super Cool Radio. And awesome. thank you so much. Thank I you. I was supposed to see you guys in February in Battle Creek. Sadly, that did not. I was not able to be there. But I hope. I hope Neither were we. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I hope I hope you guys. You know, this gets cleared up, and I get to see you guys. You know, live. I, I've never actually seen seen you guys live, so I really want to. What? Yeah, I know. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I know. I've got to get got to get my head checked. I know. I uh, have you seen the um, unholy video we have on our YouTube? I have. Okay, so that's that's what it's like. It's fun. It's like a comic book come to life. It's like we're jumping off the pages. It's great. So I think you'd like it. It's really fun. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm so I'm looking forward to it. getting everything cleared up and seeing you guys live. Yeah, we will definitely see you this year sometime, hopefully. <laughs> I think so. So you guys get out to the Midwest quite a bit, so I think you I think yeah, I'll see you guys. Yeah, we're in the Midwest a lot, yeah. That's the rock and roll center Yeah. In the United States apparently, so yeah. <laughs> right on. <laughs> so thank you for being on Super Cool Radio and uh make sure to check out Sport Emily and uh September morning. Awesome, thank you. Thank you.